How many things do we use every single day? How many things do we touch? How many things do we take out and then put away? One change in your daily habits will help you keep your home clutter-free and have you feeling like you are more organized than you have ever been before. Hey moms, welcome to the Intentional Edit Podcast. Do you want to stop feeling overwhelmed and finally get your home organized? Do you find yourself up late at night worrying about how you are going to get everything done and not drop the ball? You are wondering where to start and what to do. There is never enough time in the day, the piles of laundry are building up, and it's already time for after-school activities, homework, snacks, and carpool again. I'm Lauren. I too want an organized, clean home where my family can make long-lasting memories and be present in the moment. Feeling like there is never enough time to complete all the daily tasks is exhausting. Simplicity all around, a healthy meal on the table at dinner time, and a family that contributes to the chores really is attainable. Stop telling yourself that you have to do it all or it will never get done, or that picky eaters will never allow for a complain-free dinner. In this podcast, you will learn exactly how to declutter, implement systems, and maximize routines that remove the overwhelming, unorganized parts of life bringing simplicity to your life and home. Come on, it's time to create a life you love. When you want to make a change in your home, you can be intentional with a simple change, something easy. And that simple change can give you big results because it came from intention. You can come up with one new habit in your home and it can truly make all the difference even when it is super easy. Today I'm sharing a really easy idea that is something that you can put into your day kind of as a new routine and get it going as a new habit to help you stay organized and really prevent the clutter from piling up in your home. This is one thing that will keep you from having things out and about all the time. I would suggest sticking to this one idea that I'm about to share and making a commitment to yourself to do this for 30 days and really get in the mindset that this is something that you want to do because it will make a huge difference. I want you to think about what happens in your home on any given day. How many things do you use? How many toys are played with? How many things do we physically touch and physically use throughout the day and are they always returned to a proper location are they always put away if you think about people coming in the door and taking their shoes off right by the door leaving them on the floor do they immediately go into a basket do you walk around the house with your shoes on and just decide to take them off whenever you want to. So they could be under the desk, next to the kitchen counter, next to the bed, on the ground, right by the door where you're going to go out to the backyard. Is there not a system in place for that and the shoes can just be anywhere? So then that leaves you with a struggle when you go to try to find those shoes. Or have you had this intention that you are a shoe-free home and everyone is supposed to take their shoes off when they come through the door, but that means they're just in piles and kind of all over that hallway or entry area? Or do they actually have a basket or drawer or some place where they're supposed to go so they're out of the way? What about all of the things that have to do with the technology that we use, like 
tablets, iPads, laptops, our phones, the chargers that go with these, any type of like earphone, AirPod, a type of thing that we use to listen to things. Or if you have a family that is into some type of gaming, like with controllers and that kind of thing, where are all of these devices kept? Do they actually have a place where they go or could they be just sitting on top of a desk, on the sofa, on the kitchen counter, next to the bed, on the floor someplace? You're struggling because you're always looking for chargers. You know everyone in the family has at least one charger. There's more chargers than there should be, but you can never seem to find one when you need one. If you have little kids that wear hair bows, hair accessories, things like that, then that might not always be taking place in terms of getting them ready and putting those in their hair in the bathroom. That might be at the kitchen table in the morning while they're eating breakfast. Then there's always a hairbrush out and a bow or some type of hair clip, hair accessory, headband, you can find these all over the house and they don't have to be for the kids. They could be for you too. How about the toys? Let's talk about the toys now because toys seem to have a way to make it to every single room of the house and for some reason they can cover every surface. They can be up high, they can be on the floor, they can be on the counters, on the tables, on the furniture, where we find these things tends to be all over the place. Do your toys for your home belong in a certain area? Do you have a designated play space where the toys are supposed to be, but then they make their way to all the other rooms of the home? Why is that happening and why don't they get put back? Those are just a couple examples. You can think of so many things that you use in a day. If we were to go into the kitchen and think about all of the different pots, pans, plates, utensils, glasses, cups, water bottles, tongs, anything that you're using to cook, make lunches, prepare lunches, little baggies, lunch boxes, the Tupperware containers, all of these things get used in your kitchen. Your kitchen probably gets the most use in terms of individual items. When you use these things, are you in the habit of putting them back or do they just pile up? And the definition of clutter is that it is anything lying about in an untidy mass. I've talked about that on other episodes before. Clutter doesn't have to be something that you need to get rid of. Clutter doesn't have to be something that is not used. A lot of times that's what we think because the things that we don't use tend to pile up and then they don't get any attention because they're just there in that pile. They're not bothering us, so to speak, although they are really bothering us because they're adding to the stress and they're causing overwhelm and they're adding to a lot of things that are negative in our lives. That's a different type of clutter than the clutter that we actually use. What I'm talking about today and the solution that I'm going to propose to you for dealing with this and managing this, I'm talking about the stuff that we use on a regular basis that gets set out. I will tell you something in my house 
we have very minimal things on our kitchen counter. So we have a few things that we use, a few decorative things, and it's easy to keep the counters clean. I am in the habit of making sure that the dishes are done after dinner so that the island is not cluttered with things, but it is still a place where when people come to the house, it is the natural place to set things down. A water bottle, a coffee mug, any type of something like that where you use it and you might not be done with it but it's not quite ready to go in the dishwasher yet those things tend to be set there if we are not intentional with clearing them off washing them putting them in the dishwasher then they could easily pile up but that is one thing that is important to me i like to come out in the morning and have the family room kitchen dining areas not cluttered and to have them be at this baseline that I have created where they are picked up and orderly and there is not an excess of stuff out. It is very easy to follow the habit that I'm about to share and it's one simple change. If you can get your whole family on board with this and it will take some time and it will take some correcting, you will make a significant difference in the amount of clutter that is around your house that comes from things that you actually use. And before I tell you what it is, I'm gonna share one statistic with you. And I know I've shared this before because it is alarming and it sticks in my head. We only use 20% of the items in our home. So a lot of the things that are in our homes, that would be 80% of the things in our homes do not get used. We keep them or we store them only to have to get rid of them in the future without ever using them. So these 20, the 20% of the things that we do use usually gets a lot of use. And so they are in and out of cabinets. They need to be removed to use them and they need to be put away if we want to maintain an environment with minimal clutter. So the strategy that I have for you today that makes a huge difference is to do this one thing. Make this one change. If you could spend the next 30 days living by this new philosophy, you would see a huge reduction in the number of things that are out and about that you have to put away. And what I want you to do is don't put something down, actually put it away. Spend extra two, three, five, ten 10 seconds putting something away. So again, don't put anything down. Don't put it down, put it away. We can go back to all the examples. If it's the hair bows and accessories, don't just set it down in the morning when you're done or when you are tired at night and you take that headband off and just set it on the sofa table. Don't put it down, spend the extra few seconds, walk it to the bedroom, walk it to the bathroom, walk it to the drawer where it goes and actually put it away. What about the shoes coming into the house? If they belong in a basket or in a line or in some kind of a drawer or under a bench or something like that, take them off and put them there. Don't just kick them off and walk away and have them right in the middle of the hallway. Actually spend two or three seconds, scoot them over to where they need to go and leave them there. If you don't have a rule about no shoes in your house and you take the shoes off at any time when you are in the house, that means that the shoes for every person can be anywhere. Instead of that, get in the habit of taking them off 
and taking them to their location. So you want to change your habit from setting things down, letting things go, not putting things back to putting things away when you are done with them. If you use the scissors to open a package, don't set it down on the counter where you open the package and just walk away. Go put the those scissors back put them back in the office put them back in the kitchen drawer the junk drawer put them back in the little canister that sits on the counter wherever they go put them back and you are going to find as all of these things happen that it makes it significantly easier to find what you are looking for when you need it Putting something away instead of just setting it down means that you are reducing the clutter in your home. That the things that are just out and about and driving you crazy are going to be significantly reduced. So that's the idea that I have for you today. I've seen this work. I know it can work for you. If you are trying to do this with younger kids, having some type of a reward chart like you would a chore chart can be an amazing motivator and you can figure out how that would best work for your family to keep track of who is being successful with this and who is not and maybe there is some type of family reward at the end of the week and then at the end of the month and if you really get serious about this and you're intentional with implementing this this will become a habit for you. It will be ha- become a habit for your family members, but you have to give it a chance and you have to give it about a month to implement this new habit. So I'm going to leave you with the idea, don't put it down, put it away. And I challenge you to spend the next 30 days focused in, set reminders on your phone that remind you to do this so that it doesn't get away from you. And then send me a message on Instagram and let me know how you are doing, how this is working for your family and what improvements that you have seen after the 30 days is up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Intentional Edit Podcast. I will meet you back here next week for a Tip Tuesday episode. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Edit Podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, tell your friends about it by taking a screenshot, sharing it on social, and tagging me at Intentional Edit. I'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, find me at intentionaledit.com and be sure to follow Intentional Edit on social platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. To ensure you catch future episodes, click the subscribe or follow button now. I'm grateful for a five-star rating and review from you. Be sure to let me know what you liked about this episode and what you want me to cover in the future.